Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish. I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, in Helen Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, just a fix Tuesday, another news day, northeast, west, southwest, not here to confuse the day, just diffuse the way, another the fact that he never knew his dad that made this young man 
grow up so mad when cloudy eyes and stared at the hand he was dealt. Pep taught him he couldn't depend on nobody but himself. And with that mindset, he laced his converse and hit the hard top hustle until his feet hurt. Nickel sacks and paper bags with wine bottles burst to numb the pain of feeling trapped inside an evil curse. He watched his mother suffer at the hands of suckers and vowed that when it became of age, he would turn the page. Sixteen and full of rage like a beast from cage. He pulled that 32 and held it to her boyfriend's face and said, if again you place your hands on my mother, I put six in your chest and soon the dirt will cover. Your ass and grass will replace the space you inhabited. Disrespect, I ain't having it. Like listening. I got a story to tell. Graduation, he started contemplating how to be a man, so he chose to serve his nation. Joining army so he could be all he could be, but soon found himself in the jungles of Vietnam, smoking hash weed. Friendships abruptly ended as his watches, buddies bleed. As the soul took a death walk to the final destiny. He had a good head on his shoulders, but understandably, eventually, the sight of the capitees drove him close to lunacy. So he needed something stronger to help him medicate. So heroin he put in his veins just to sedate. Who am I to judge? I never carried his weight. He came back home to the States greeted by the same hate that he experienced before he left. Uh, ain't that something? The LSD rushing and his adrenaline pumping. But Peggy prayed for him. She always knew he'd do better. June soon would prove her right. Is the sign like listening. I got a story to Something strange happened this week. I met a man who said he knew a man and said that we should meet. They said his name was Allah, and all I had to do was be meek. I humbled myself, and he could provide the answers that I seek. We went to this temple, but they call it a mosque. Men and women pray and worship the one true God. Well, since I've been going, I'm sure you'd be glad to know. I stopped using them drugs, and my skin even seems to glow. I wish you were here to see it, bet you have a smile on your face. But that's yourself sticking on my part, I know you're in a better place. Well, I know you're busy, just know you can't be replaced. Your memory's forever with me, and you can't be erased. And yeah, mama's doing fine, and Sandra is okay. She's married with a family now and making her own way. And when my time is up, I hope he prepares the place for me in paradise so we can hug and break. If you feel like listening, I got a story to tell. If you feel like listening, Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted.
Peace. Good evening out there in the cyber world, radio land. This is Brother Jamal coming at you live and direct for another segment of Tips and uh, Tricks, Tips and Tricks Tuesday, excuse me. I'm sitting in for Brother Blackwater, the Meta Magi magician. And um, very thankful that Brother thought high enough of me to sit in for him this evening. And um, want to send a shout out to the whole First World Order radio family, Dr. Eileen Bay, his queen, Kadira, and Brother L. So we won't tarry long tonight. I wanted to deal with something this evening. Um, we're going to call this the metaphysics of Donald Trump and World War III. Metaphysics of Donald Trump and World War III. I have to admit that on Tuesday night, I would turn on the TV here and there, and I would see, like, first it was like Clinton was down three delegates to 24. It's like, oh, it's still early, you know. I just knew that Donald Trump was a puppet who was put out there to say the most outlandish things to make Hillary Clinton more palatable because we know about the Clintons and how they get down and how dirty they are. They got some really dirty, dirty hands. I mean, we're talking about straight up, straight up gangsters. Uh, And it's documented. So I figured, okay, they'll put Trump in there as a puppet and he'll say just anything to make her look like she's not as bad. Well, they surprised the hell out of me. And I think they even surprised her. So obviously, there are some wars going on within the so-called upper ranks. Um, Those of us who study occult science, metaphysics, we know that uh, coming out of the late 19th century with the discovery of something called Vril, that's V-R-I-L, also called occultum, that, which is what we now call melanin, the discovery of that substance, if I should give it that that, that name, led to uh, a race or war for who could learn the most about it 
and to cultivate and capture its powers and use it for themselves at the same time trying to save themselves. So we're seeing a continuation of that in 2016. Obviously, there is everything's not all groovy at the ranch. So for those who've been getting foot to their ass, I think it's uh I think it's a time for us to sit back with a bag of popcorn and just watch. Now I don't mean that literally, but in in a sense what I'm saying is be careful about being moved to and fro like a leaf blowing in the wind. I think we need to be very careful to sit back and to analyze things, pay attention, catalog things, study people, study their habits, study their history, study their nature, because that is what is done with us. Who is us? Us as melanated people, us as indigenous people, us as so-called black people. It's important that we study the way that we have been studied. It's very important. So what I want to do tonight is just kind of look at some things that have been going on, kind of put some things together. I'll probably be jumping around here. Um, but let's just consider a few things from a metaphysical standpoint. I want to make sure I put that stamp on it. This is the metaphysical standpoint. We know that we do live in an illusionary physical world, so we have to consider what goes on on this side. But we got to look at what's going on on the other side. So we'll try to, I put the stamp as metaphysical, but we're still going to deal with some of the things that we see right in our face because I want to compare the two. And I want to get to a point of us understanding that the worst things look on this side, it really is a sign of something happening in a realm that we cannot see. Metaphysics, meta, the root means beyond physics as in physical, beyond the physical. Well, what is beyond the physical is that which is called the occult, meaning it is that which is hidden. So we see things that unfold in the physical world. And it is very likely that what we see happening in the physical world is 180 degrees opposite of what is occurring in the occult realm. So that's why I think we need to kind of look and compare things this evening 
to get an understanding on where we're at. Now, um, a lot of people have talked about this, how divisive this election has been. That's been uh, the common theme that's gone around and how divisive this has been, very divisive, very divisive, how ugly this presidential race has gotten. I want you to think about something from a metaphysical standpoint. Hermetic science says that we live in a world of duality. There's always a yin and a yang. There's always an up and a down, masculine and a feminine. The science of Christ in its original form is that the Christ comes about when the feminine combines with the masculine. Those two energies bring about a new reality. And that new reality is the unification represented as Christ. So our quest in this physical world is to overcome duality. That's one of our quests. That is the main quest, to overcome duality. Because we are basically, once you fall into a physical body, you are split. You're separated from your other side. And you're trying to unify those two pieces to bring about a Christ reality. Okay. What did they keep saying during the election and after it was over? This has been so divisive, so divisive. The country is so divided. You even look at the popular vote, and it was like 59 million and something for Trump, 59 million and something for Clinton. All the ritual. What ritual means is arrangement. That's all a ritual is. Ritual means to arrange things. So you do a ritual to arrange things the way you need to, and the arrangement has to occur in the mind. That's the key. That's the first principle of hermeticism, mentalism. The mind is all. Every ritual is designed to bring about a reality based on your acceptance of what has been put in front of you. When you accept it as that, you then activate the ritual and you bring it into fruition. So again, they kept saying the country is so divided, so divided. Well, think about this, 9-11, Those two iconic structures came down, the twin towers, twin towers. And Ruler Giuliani is the president, uh, the mayor of New York, the city of New York at the time, and he vows that they're going to fight and going to rebuild. That's a ritual. In essence, he's saying we're going to come back together. The word Christ or Christ 
is considered to be the prince of peace. The word peace means to bind. So the ritual they're saying is that we are going to bring a Christ energy out of this. It's, it's all a ritual. So what did they do? In place of two towers that came down, they built one tower called the Freedom Tower. That's a ritual. We were so divided, and now we have come back together as one. All right. On reverse the numbers 9-11, you get 11-9. On 11-9, Trump is announced as the president-elect. Tom Brokaw says it over and over how the country has been divided and we need to come back together. The country needs how can Trump bring the country back together? One thing I want to note about that is that they're letting you know there's going to have to be some type of war. I don't know with whom, but you know it's going to have to be a war. Or there's going to have to be some type of major tragedy, call it a false flag or whatever, we know it's coming. Something. Because you can listen to the language. Media comes from the word medium. Medium means magic. So what the media's role is, is to work magic. And those Characters is what they are. Characters in the media, they are actors who have assignments or roles or parts that they act out because they need to play certain roles or parts to help feed the overall ritual. So there is no separation between the media and the government. There's no separation between the government and the private sector. It's all one. So 11-9 Trump's announced. Brokaw keeps talking about the divisiveness that has come about from this election. And then Trump vows to bring the country together. There you go. That's how you know. That's how you know the ritual is in effect. Now, he's quoted saying, now it's time for America to bind the wounds of division. We have to get together. There you go. He just said it. Then he says, further, to all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. That's the ritual. That is the Christ ritual. So Clinton comes out. She has to play her part. So she comes out in purple. The husband comes out in purple when she makes her concession speech. But what is purple? Purple is what comes out of the mixture of blue and red. We had a so-called Democrat and a so-called Republican, a blue and a red running against each other, blue and red make purple. It's a major ritual. Now, we want to look at some of the clues that were given that Trump was going to be the president, clues that I didn't see myself. 
But in you know hindsight is twenty twenty. When I go back and look at it, and I pay attention and really think, I said, "Oh, they were telling us what was coming." One, we know that the whole election of the president or selection of the president is a Masonic ritual. It's a Masonic ritual. Trump obviously is a master mason. And how do how do we know that? What is the famous show that Trump had on NBC? The Apprentice. The Apprentice. That's how they let you know. He is the master mason and he is he is raising up someone who will be selected to fit to fit into the role of apprentice. When you graduate from college or even high school, you got your tassel. I think you wear your tassel on the right side, and then they'll tell you at the end of the ceremony, move your tassel over to the left side. That's a Masonic ritual. The 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 cap that you wear is reminiscent of the mortarboard that the apprentice brings to or that the aspirant brings to the artisan, the master mason. And if his petition is accepted, then the artisan will then raise him up to the status of apprentice, which is you move your tassel over to the left which is saying that your petition has been accepted to be an apprentice. It's a ritual. So he let us know then who he was, what level he was on, aside from all of the gaudy, uh, extravagant, luxurious lifestyle stuff, and, and we'll get into that in a minute. Well, he was letting you know then I'm the Master Mason. Okay, let's backtrack to the year 2014. I guess we'll fast forward from The Apprentice to the year 2014. Now, in 2014, I tell people this all the time. You need to watch children movies. Now, uh, Bobby Hemmings told us that I think I've even heard Brother Panic talk about this, about looking for information in places that you wouldn't normally look or that you wouldn't think you would find serious information. Now, just think about this. If I wanted to hide something from you, why would I put it somewhere that you would expect it to be? The way the world works is that everything that is supposed to be real is actually fake. And everything that you've been trained to think is fake or fictitious is actually where the real stuff is. Okay? For example, in 2014, a movie came out called The Lego Movie. And in this movie... They announced who the next president would be because 
this little Lego land that this little kid had created was run by a guy named President Business. President Business. And he had this ridiculous little hairdo that was orangish looking. Who does that sound like? He wore a big old red, I think a red tie. And his name was President Business. Now, who is Donald Trump? He's not president politics or politician. He's never been a politician. Donald Trump is known as a business mogul, if you want to even give him that benefit of a title. Even Mark Cuban said that Donald Trump, everyone who's done business with him have lost. He's, he's never made anybody else money. But still, we associate him with being this business mogul, president business. Now, what's interesting about the movie, though, is that the main character, and this is where we shift into the metaphysics, the main character was named Emmett. Emmett was this little goofy guy who never had any identity, and Emmett just always just followed the rules. He never questioned anything. He just went on, went along with the program. One day, Emmett is on a construction site, and he sees this little glowing red something, and he he's curious, and he goes to pursue it, and he falls down this shaft. Now, if you know anything about mythology, you know right there he's going on the hero's journey. When he falls down. That is the same as Lucifer falling from heaven. That is the fall in the garden. That's the hero's journey. He, Hercules has to go into the underworld. Uh, Osiris has to go into the underworld before Heru can be realized. That's the classic mythological story where the hero has to go down into the bowels of the earth to recover the jewel. He falls down in there. He finds this little red piece that gets stuck to him. And because he's got this red piece, he is then labeled as the one. But he still doesn't want to accept his role until he finally realizes that he can't, he can't uh, eschew his destiny. And then he becomes this Christ figure, this leader who overthrows president business. Now, don't dismiss the name Emmett because that's very key, the name Emmett. Now, Emmett is the name of the young man who was killed in the 1950s, supposedly, for whistling at a Caucasian woman, right? Emmett. So the metaphysics is that this is Emmett's redemption. But what Emmett needed to have was he needed something to wake him up. For a lot of people who aren't on the frequency yet, it's very poss possible that Donald Trump is the shot to the ass that may be needed to wake them up. Just like Emmett needed 
a shock. Emmett didn't realize that he was in a war. And when he finally woke up and realized, man, I'm in the war and I got to fight, then Emmett became conscious of his powers and he rose up to being the Christ figure. Now, I'm down here in Texas. And who's the big name, even in Texas or nationwide or even in the world, you know, named Emmett, former Cowboys running back, Emmett Smith, Hall of Fame running back. Now, what is Emmett Smith's number? Emmett Smith's number was 22. Now, those of us who study, what is 22? Is that not the number of my yacht? 22. In the Hermetic text, Walter Scott's Hermetic text, they talk about how Mayat will be restored, how the people of Egypt will be thrown into slavery and they will be, uh, they will not even, they will look Egyptian, but they will not have an Egyptian mind. The wise man will be seen as a fool. The fool will be seen as the wise man. Ascalyphus starts to cry. And then Tahuti tells him, but Mayat will be restored, 22. Emmett represents the restoration. So, and I'm not saying that they had this intention when they produced this movie, but I do know that they were, they were alluding to Donald Trump being the president, but I'm not quite sure that they were. See, the way this thing works is even when someone's being diabolical, spiritual matters are are always higher than the diabolical plans of someone. That's what's beautiful about all this. The more horrid things look in the physical world, there's always another side. That's why we have to study the hidden side, the occult side. Otherwise, you will have nothing to hope for in this world. You will have nothing to hold to. Other than somebody telling you we got to find us an economic plan or we got to build us. I mean, all we have is solutions to try to maintain this. But what the occult side does is it gives us the greater picture. It shows you your greater value and it helps you overcome a lot of the fears that have been forced on us through looking through the two eyes that we have, through hearing through the two ears. So that we can really see and we can really hear and we can really feel what is our destiny. So make no bones about it. When they do things this drastic and it looks so dismal, I think you need to start celebrating. Let your creative mind, let those juices flow. The moment that that morning after He was announced as the president-elect. I have to say, I felt down. The weather was dreary. I felt down. I think the emotions of people created a certain overcast. The next day, and this happens with me a lot personally, when I feel really, really down, I always fall it up, and I'm super creative after that. Which is, again, always that hero's journey. you got to go down into the pit. And when you go into the pit, then you come back out renewed. I was like, you know what? No, I need to reverse this ritual. I need to utilize and harness this energy. 
for myself. Also in the year 2014, though, we got to understand how the diabolical mind of these people work. They announce increases in their war on us at different moments, and we don't know it because we have been trained to only see war as active war, but we don't understand passive war. Passive war is the most dangerous because it's the one where you keep getting stuck and you don't know you're getting stuck until you bleed out. That's the dangerous one. So passive war is why I say we're already in World War III, which I will explain that in a minute. But they showed a progression of World War III in 2014. If you just flash back, they made sure that 2014 was their time to announce fully their attack, specifically not saying that it's just us, but they specifically made a point to make sure that the black man would be it be announced that his ass is toast. Now make no bones about it, the war is always on the black man and so-called black man and black woman, but let me show you how they made it official in 2014. You just got to go back. Technology moves so fast that sometimes we can't keep up with things that have happened and we forget. But if you remember, they uh, in February, the whole thing with Ray Rice goes down. In May, you got, and these are NFL players, T.J. Ward, Greg Hardy in May. In August, you got Ray McDonald. This is the end of August. In September, you got Adrian Peterson. September, you've got Jonathan Dwyer. All these men were brought up on some type of battery or some type of uh, domestic violence. Now, I want to make sure I make this clear. I'm not talking about whether they were guilty or not, and I don't condone putting hands on women in any form or fashion. I don't condone anybody abusing anybody. What I'm telling you, though, is this. In media, which is my background, that's what also called my college training, is in media, journalism. You have to understand how many stories come across the AP wire that they have to choose what is going to go out. And you have to know how much shit goes on in college athletics and professional athletics that you never hear about. How much stuff goes on in politics you never hear about. It's all about whose side you're on, whose good side you're on. If you're on the right person's team, your dirt gets laundered. Prime example, Peyton Manning. His dirt gets laundered. So what I'm saying is that the fact that these guys all came out, it's not by happenstance that all these stories come out. It, they were rituals. So there are these eight times of the year called Sabbaths. I think it's spelled S-A-B-B-O-T-S. Sabbath, same where you get Sabbath or Sabbath or Sabbatic goat, same, same root. 
Sabbaths represent eight points of the year where the so-called veil between the physical world and the spiritual world are thin. And those eight Sabbaths are your four cardinal points, which would be your uh, summer solstice, your fall equinox, your winter solstice, your spring equinox, those four. But then there are four other points. There's one on my birthday, which is February 2nd as a gateway. There's one on May 1st, which is uh, the whole Maypole uh, celebration. There's one on August 1st. And then there's one on November 1st, which is right around Halloween. And then so that they didn't align themselves with that, the Catholic Church creates All Saints Day on November 1st to try to tap into that energy but not associate themselves with All Hallows Eve. But it's the same thing. Around those times, a lot of things happen because if a person wants to congeal something in the physical world, they're going to do a ritual around those times because they know that the, there's a certain amount of energy available because these two worlds have to, there's a, like a portal that opens up. And you look at these dates, they kind of all, they all kind of align with those different points. Also in 2014, they started the whole thing on Bill Cosby. And I'm not defending Bill Cosby because, because here's the thing, but I'm merely identifying how they operate. Because when you decide to sell out, you are now subject to being used whenever they need to call your number to be used to fulfill a ritual. You got to go. You got to go. And you can never tell anybody what they know what's going on, at least on his level. He knows what's going on. He And that's why it's quiet right now because ain't nothing going to happen to Bill Cosby. But they needed him to slaughter the image of a black man, just like they slaughtered the image of a black woman in the movies. Commercials, they do it. They 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 pick and choose when they're gonna put somebody on the chopping block. But specifically, they put out this agenda in 2014, and they announced who their new president was gonna be in the same year. Now this is how calculated and diabolical they are and how they move, which is why. Instead of being emotional and reactionary, we have to learn how to study the studier. The great legacy of these people is that they know how to study other people and steal their shit. That's what they know how to do. And they are masters of killing. They have mastered the art of killing. You can't can't talk them on no killing. So you have to study to show thyself approved. You have to study your science, and you have to study the science that they have taken from you and tried to catalog. You got to study that too. You got to get out of this thing of I'm not going to read it because some white man wrote it. It's not about you adopting his mindset. It's about you're on a reconnaissance mission. 
and you know that he has been cataloging your history and your sciences for at least a thousand years now. You would be a fool not to read some of his books. He'll read yours. Every time you put out a book and you send it up to Washington, D.C. and get an ISBN number, you best believe they're reading it, especially if it's dropping some science in it. Oh, he going to read that book. No, they're going to read it. We got to get back to that level. Be studious. It's one thing to be spiritual and you feel stuff and this and that, but that ain't enough. It's just like you have a basic idea how to drive a car, but you still need training as to how the car operates properly. How does a brake operate? How do I accelerate properly? How do I work the turn signal? You got to have the manual and you got to be trained. So when you go through the art of studying and reading and contemplating, you are maturing spiritually. You are cultivating your tools so that they can be more useful and more powerful. So let's backtrack. Well, let's stay on Trump for a minute. Let's deal with the names Trump and Pence. I want to say something to give you a ray of hope. All of you out there who maybe have had it rough, like me, you know, who had struggles, and um, I'm going to tell you something. I believe with all my heart that this presidency will be the time for people who have really struggled to shine. And let me tell you what I mean by that. I don't mean it to no whimsical, utopian way. Because we're dealing with a diabolical beast. But I'm going to tell you who's going to suffer the most. The chickens are coming home to roost. People who have lived luxurious lifestyles, who've been spoiled by the fatty calf, they're going to suffer. You mark my words. They're going to suffer. And those of you like myself who have Dwindle your lifestyle down to simple things, basic survival. You know how to, how to work on a little bit. You're going to flourish because you can't squeeze no blood out of a turnip, as we say in North Carolina. So, you know, if I've already had to work on a little, look, when I grew up, we burnt kindling, we burnt wood, we burnt coal. We burnt kerosene. Wintertime, we'd be out there walking through the snow, loading up my daddy's truck with six, seven cans of kerosene. We never had no central heat. We had to chop wood. We, I remember us going around the house and rolling up pennies to go to Ingalls and buy some, as we call them, some beanie weenies. I remember my daddy going in the kitchen take all the canned goods and dump them into a pot, make a crust or dump them into a, 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 a dish and make a crust and make a doggone uh, pie out of it so we could eat. I remember my mama working three jobs. And those, those things, we never had no vacations. 
But, but you know, I think it's this is the time where all that pays off. Because, and I know that my story is not unique. I know a lot of you out there have had to struggle. But this is going to be the beautiful time for those who've had to struggle. Because if some shit go haywire, you ain't going to pull your hair out. You ain't going to be jumping off no damn, I know my black ass ain't jumping off no bridge. I won't be putting no gun in my head. It'll be business as usual. We'll figure the shit out as we go. But if you have not had to ever live like that and your little lifestyle gets taken away and your little ego gets tarnished and you can't maintain all your little memberships and all of your little status quos, and that's going to be hell. That's going to be hell. So I would say hold on. Hold on, and in the midst of holding on, start studying. Don't rely on people to lead you down your path. The path is lonely. It's lonely. Only you can walk your path. So how did I get started? When I listen to people and they would give out these books, I go and get them. I go get them. And I started finding my own stuff. And that's when I know I'm on my own path. You got to start studying. It ain't enough to YouTube everything. It ain't enough to hear people talk or radio shows. When we give out these books, you got to go and start getting and You got to start being quiet and sitting still. And you got to study so you can know it for yourself. Because magic does not work until you can embody it for yourself. I'm a witness to that. You can hear all the stuff. You can know all the deities and this and that, but you have to embrace it, and it has to, you got to eat it. It's like if I got a banana sitting here, I'm not going to get the nutrients out of the banana until I eat it and I digest it. Then it becomes all of the vital minerals and, and properties become available to me because I digested it. And that's what the story of Emmett in the in the Lego movie, he had to become the magic. When they kept telling him he was the one, he couldn't get it until he embodied it and then his powers were activated. So Trump represents luxury. But his running mate is named Pence. Pence for penance. Punishment, reparations, repayment. So those who have lived on luxury must now repent. Pence, trumpets, the trumpet is blowing. It's blowing. This is the time that we should be, if you are into this spiritual thing, you're supposed to be salivating for this. The book of Revelations, the seven seals are open. This is what it's supposed to be about. You ain't supposed to be so-called conscious just to try to figure out a way how we're going to start some damn banks. When the damn Federal Reserve runs all of the damn issues of money, how do you think you're going to get on top of a system by going to a certain bank when they all come back to the same enemy? It's never been about that. It's never been about getting some, uh, some more money. 
It's always been about the end result. That's what it's about. And that's how you know if somebody's real or they're faking the funk. Are they talking about the end? The trumpets are blowing. So you lose people when you get to that. You lose people. We're separating the wheat from the tear. World War III began, in my estimation, in 1964, the year my mama graduated from high school. 1964, the Civil Rights Bill was signed. Lyndon Johnson announced a war on poverty. He was announcing the start of World War III in 1964. Now, how do I come to that conclusion? You have to, when you study history, you have to not just study one segment. You have to study what all is going on. If you study in military history, you got to study science. You got to study any type of spiritual breakthroughs that might have come, occult science. Where was it at in 1964? So this is how we know and put everything in perspective. Between 1959 and 1961, Aaron Lerner at Yale University had discovered what we all call melanin. And he had discovered the properties and some of the abilities of this wondrous substance. Now, I just I want you to frame that. I want you to think about 1961. What is rising in so-called black America? Civil rights movement is kind of reaching its crescendo. Now, just look at how they dictate things. They're on the level where they're determining this God substance, they are tapping into this God substance trying to figure out its properties called melanin, but they've got us dealing with something called civil rights, not even human rights, civil rights, which are privileges. That's what we're fighting for. So when he comes out and announces the war on poverty, he is actually saying the war on the people that you associate with poverty And he knows because they're all in line with Lerner and all these other people. They're reporting back to the government on their findings. So they were already looking to 2016 or 1996. They were looking 50 years down the road already. And they gave us something to keep us locked in that paradigm of that moment, which was how they were waging war. Because World War III has been nothing but a war on the mind. Keep your mind stuck in a certain paradigm. That's what World War III is. See, we, like I said, we got to understand the difference between active war and passive war. Vietnam is active war. World War II is active war. Passive war is what you cannot see. 
It is the true silent killer, and it does not require any guns. So to all my dear brothers and sisters who want to go out and react to all of these rednecks and want to stand up and bring out your AKs and your 223s and and let them know you're not scared, please understand that these people are on another level. And if the mere fact that you can get your hands on a 223 or AR-15, please believe that they got some shit that is far beyond that. They don't even need the guns no more. Channel 5 News just put up a new radar called S-Radar. Now, do you think that thing is just about detecting tornadoes? They're all in this together. They've got sonic weapons where they can just disarm you and, and you can't move just because of the sound. They have chemicals they can put down where you can't stand up. So how are you going to fire your rifle if you can't stand up? How are you going to fire your rifle when they descramble your whole molecular structure by putting out some type of sonic wave? That's why we have no other choice but to start thinking on a higher level because he wants to reduce you to thinking the way he does because he can only act and only function within three dimensions. That's it. And that's why he's angry. And that's why he's always been at war, always been at war with us. He's never stopped. He's never let up. See, we are, we have a degree of humanism. And it's not in our nature. It's hard for us to hate for a prolonged period. It just ain't in our nature. Even the worst of us, it's just hard. But he does not have a functioning a functioning heart. He has the ability, he's cold. He has the ability to hate and to plot and plan on you through generations. He'll wait, he'll wait sixty years to get your ass. And he'll keep teaching his seed and teaching the next seed to wait, to wait. And strike you just when you ain't ready. You so we do not have, we can't afford to ever let our minds go to sleep. Never. And you should never forget that you are in a war. A cosmic war. So Johnson announced this his this this start of this war. They renewed it in nineteen seventy one with Nixon's war on drugs. Understand these are all dog whistles. These are just codes to say we're renewing the war on the niggas. That's all they're saying. Nineteen eighty two, war on drugs, Ronald Reagan. Nineteen ninety four, uh violent crime control and law enforcement act with old Slick Willie, Slick Willie Clinton. 95, he signs the bill to uphold a 1 to 100 crack cocaine bill. Georgie Porgy Jr. comes in in 2001 after the so-called terroristic act, and he puts in the Patriot Act. Barack Obama extends it. 
the war never eased up. It never eased up. It never let up. What can we do, though? What can we do? One is that going back to the Kabbalion, where it says that the mind is all and all is mental. First principle of hermeticism. That's why I keep pushing so much about knowing and studying and understanding because ultimately our minds control this whole reality and our minds can actually destroy it. Let me tell you a little story. A little, little story comes out of the Hindu mythology. There's the god Shiva. And Shiva is up in the Himalayas and his woman, Uma, comes up behind him and they're playing and you know she covers up his two eyes when she covered up his two eyes the whole physical world started to become dim and then his third eye opened up when his third eye opened up it shot out flames and burned up the whole Himalayas what is the story telling you the story is telling you that the, the more understanding that you gain the more knowledge that you acquire, the, 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 the more sincere that you remain, or you keep your heart chakra open and you're constantly searching, searching, you will burn up more and more of this holographic reality or illusion, should I say. Now, in your quest to learn more and know more, as you start learning about magic, you will become a more powerful magician. I'm noticing that I'm being blessed spiritually with different things. Let me tell you, and, and, and it might be things that you wouldn't even think are big, but they're big to me because they give me confirmation. All I need is little stuff. My mama gave me a statue, a little bowl of the Hindu god Hanuman when I went home last time. She had found it at a yard sale. That was spiritual right there. Spirit know that I was going I was going to receive that. So I got Hanuman, I brought him back down here. And the day I'm in the bookstore and I think I see this book I I think in the title says one thing and it doesn't. And but when I get down to pick it up I'm like, oh, that's not what I thought. But right next to where I had picked that book up is a book on Hanuman. Now, this is how this thing works. This is magic. The spirit will say, okay, I'm going to get you to look at this book because I want you to find me. I was knowing, and this little book on Hanuman is so small, there's no way I could have seen it because I'm pretty tall, and this book was way down on the, like the second shelf from the floor. But because I saw this bigger book and thought it was something else, I stumbled on the Hanuman. Little $3 book. Scooped it up. I'm sitting here today, and this happens to me quite often, where I think somebody up. I'm sure y'all can identify with this. The brother that I'm sitting in for tonight, Brother uh, Blackwater, the magic, the the I messed the name up. The meta magician, that's his moniker. 
I was thinking, I know he had told me he wanted me to do the show tonight. I was like, man, he ain't, I ain't heard from him. No more than five minutes later, he's calling my phone. That's magic. That's magic. There have been times that I had to drive from where I live all the way out to Little Am, which is about an hour for me to train somebody. And I and now this time I was in I was intending on working the magic. I said, Oya, I got these slick tires on this truck. I'm not driving out there in the rain. Push these clouds back. Because on my phone it showed that that there was a rain was supposed to come. It was an overcast. I swear on everything holy in the universe. When I said that, I looked down at my phone, and you know how your phone will update? It updated, and, and the image came up where the weather report showed clear skies. I drove all the way out to the place. I trained the lady, started coming back. Now, I'm going to tell you how my ass got caught in the rain. I detoured and decided I want to go to this bookstore that's in Denton that I love, and I stayed in there too long, came out, got caught in the rain, coming back home, and I did it again. I said, I need open these skies up. I demanded it. I didn't ask. I, I demanded it. Skies cleared up again until I got all the way back over here to Arlington. I swear on everything holy. I told my mama about it. I told my wife about it. I said, I can't. As a matter of fact, I got on the phone and was talking to my wife. I said, I can't believe this shit. To me, that is, you just don't know how fulfilling that is because it is a labor of love to study, 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 and then to start experimenting, and then to start trying stuff, and then to actually see something work. In this world that we live in, where you constantly got somebody trying to put a foot to your ass, so just imagine, just imagine, if you can carve out some space, and you can find time to really give yourself to give self time to you. You are the most precious thing in the universe. You. What if you can take time and carve out some time and study to know thyself? And then you can embody this, the, the information, the knowledge for yourself. And then you start moving to the practitioner. You start doing things. It's a beautiful thing. So those are things that we can do. I mean, there are other things. You and your mate. And this is nothing y'all probably ain't even heard that you haven't heard before from Dr. Arlene, from Panic, from Brother Bobby. I'm just echoing the same thing because I've done the shit. It's one thing to hear people talking about it. It's another to start living with the gods. You and your mate can come together on one accord to work magic. Y'all simply, I mean, I mean, you can do, I just make up, I make up stuff now. I make up stuff. I don't read no, I don't, 
I don't read. I used to read the books on how you got the these technical books. You got to draw a circle clockwise around your feet. You got to draw a circle around your head. Then you got to draw a counterclockwise to let the entities in. Then you got to draw it clockwise to close them out because they'll stay in your house. And that's shit for white people. Ain't no entities can do nothing to you because it's you. So they make stuff so complicated. I just got to the point, I just started making up my rituals. And sometimes I just think, I just think it. You and your woman can sit and just talk about something and then have sex. And y'all make sure y'all have agreed on this. You have been in agreement on it and then have sex. If you don't have somebody, you can think about it yourself because there is a masculine and a feminine side in each one of us. So even if you think about it and then masturbate. But here's a, here's a, here's a kicker. You can't be lukewarm. You can't be like, uh, I don't know. I don't see if this it's not how it works. You got to expect. What that show used to come on? Expect a miracle. One of them Christian shows. You got to expect a miracle. But what happens is that old thing called stress and frustration kicks in. And it still happens to me at times. And you'd be like, man, fuck some magic. I don't even feel like even trying that. You get so frustrated. And that's that's how their magic works. Their magic is to try to create a world to where you're so stressed out and you're so frustrated to where you just don't even care about even trying nothing that's outside the box. You're so beat down. You're just like, Can just I just need something just to work, just something good to happen to me. Just please. And that's how religion comes about, because religion is based on one petitioning. And I hate to say it, but begging. Lord, please, Lord, please. And they push you into that corner because they try to beat you down so much to where you just don't even feel like your magic will work. And you don't even feel like trying. Here's a book called Cracking the Genome. And in this book, they identify that there is a protein receptor on the heart for adrenaline. Now, let me tell you how they do these scientific books, how slick they are. They never come out and say, this is what we're going to try to do. They just identify it as oh, we discovered this and we discovered that. You have to read between the lines and connect the dots. So if they tell you that they found an adrenal recept- adrenaline receptor on the heart, then that means that that's how they attack the heart. Now, adrenaline is a hormone that is secreted from the kidneys. And it, 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 it comes off from the adrenal glands, and it, it, it deals with... Um, Stress. So I used to be a football player. So that means when I'm on the field and I got to go up against another monster or some dude who can stronger or maybe be faster, my adrenaline is pumping 
and I need it because it's going to help me perform at a certain level. I may even have multiple injuries that may occur during the game, but I'm able to keep pushing because my adrenaline is so high. But how many of us are out playing a football game during our daily lives, our daily our daily um, walk or whatever we're doing? So what happens? That adrenaline sits in your bloodstream and becomes toxic. Then if I can find a way to channel that adrenaline to your heart, now I can create something called heart disease and all other types of ailments that come along with that. Why is it that they would want to attack the heart? Because, like I said earlier, their heart chakra is shut down. So the key is when you are aware of what is being done to attack you, you are now supposed to have the ability to offset it and fight it. That's the whole purpose of gaining some knowledge. Or one of the purposes is that you can be aware. You have to study what they do. You got to study their books. You're trying to find things that they're writing to each other. And if you can't get the words, you need to have your dictionary right down beside the book. And if you get to a word you don't understand, look it up. We can't be lazy. Look it up. Start your little notebook where you write down these words so when you come across them again, you'll know what they are. Because they're not trying to write it for you to get it. They're not intending for you to be cracking the code. You're going to have to fight for it. Now, on this whole voting thing, I want to say this just real briefly. What is voting? Voting is a ritual that is all about your energy because we know we don't actually select or elect a president. Case in point, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. So if this were a true democracy, then, I mean, or a republic or whatever you want to call it, then she should have won because the people chose who they wanted. It's not the case. It's because, one, we got to understand that this government or this system that's in place is based on a model that comes out of Europe, of course. And in Europe, medieval times, the people, I wonder where I got that, um, There's a passage in this book. Oh, yeah, here it is. This book is called Medieval Callings. Medieval Callings, edited by Jacques Lagoff. Now, this is a very revealing book. Listen to this. Uh, I wonder if this is the right one. It says... In Florence, this oligarchy bore the expressive name of Popolo Grasso, as opposed to the Popolo Minuto. According to one Italian chronicler, the people was that part of the population that lives on buying and selling. He did not consider anyone who lived with the labor of his hands to be of the people. One German chronicler relating the revolt of, oh, I don't need that. But I just want to stop at the part where 
understand this. We are told that our government is for the people, by the people. Listen to what they just said in this passage. The people are only considered to be those who buy and sell, meaning that if you actually work for a living, you are not considered to be the people. You are considered to be a peasant. Now, I told, when I tell people this, they get offended, especially upward mobile people who think that they've earned a certain status. They are very offended when you tell them that, well, according to the way this is really set up, you too are considered a peasant, just like me, buddy. That really tarnishes that ego. Now, here's another book called The Pillars of the Republic. I want you to hear, just to give you a framework of what type of system this is. Listen to what it says. The nation's founding fathers knew from classical political theory that the most stable governments combined elements of monarchy, aristocracy, and democracy. But Americans had expelled monarchy, and revolutionary leaders stood firm against the creation of a formal American aristocracy. How then were they to escape the degeneration into anarchy that they believed was the inevitable fate of pure democracies? They pinned their hopes on the creation of a republic, a representative form of government in which the general will would be refined and articulated by the best men. The key to this whole passage is the end. It says the best men, very ambiguous. Who are the best men? The best men are the people, as the other book said. The people, the choice cuts. The yeoman, the elite. I'm always tripped out when I see somebody riding a beat down Ford Taurus with a sign on the back talking about, I don't believe the liberal media. I'm like, you fucking idiot. You living in a trailer park, eating annihilators and corn dogs, and you riding around with a sticker on your car talking about, I don't believe the liberal media. I mean, I tell you, it just blows your mind. Sometimes I don't even want to come out the house. One final thing I want to read you, just to give you an idea of why we have a Donald Trump. This is called The Messianic Legacy, this book. Page 173 says, at the time of Louis Napoleon became an emperor. The chief model for a successful revolutionary republic was, of course, the United States of America. The United States had, after all, staged an effective revolution more than a decade before France did. And unlike the one in France, the revolution in America had not culminated in the excesses of a reign of terror or the rise of a new dictator. But the United States was not created as a republic of the kind implied by that word today. Most of the men responsible for creating it were staunch Freemasons, and the new nation was originally conceived as the ideal heretic political structure postulated by certain rites of Freemasonry. The state as a whole was seen as an extension and a macrocosm of the lodge. Moreover, 
The same men who framed the Declaration of Independence were themselves at first incapable of imagining anything other than a monarchy. Do not be surprised at old Donnie, Donnie Trump, being in office. But I also want to say, do not be dismayed. Do not feel like all hope is lost because if anybody (laughs) can survive anything, it's definitely us. And we know that we have a cosmic destiny. We have a cosmic destiny. We also have to understand that we are have to hold responsibility for all of the woes that we are experiencing now because if you are gods and goddesses, that means that you had a hand in creating the universe. And you had a hand in creating this step-down three-dimensional paradigm so that you could be crushed and and smashed and 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 pushed and formed into something greater. The whole science of alchemy was created by you to put you through it. And that's the bitter pill that we have to swallow on a cosmic level that we created all of this to sift out our flaws. We had to create the most wretched, savage example of anything that could be created in the universe. And they are running amok now because they have a hole inside of them and they don't know how to fill it. And I'm I'm amazed, and I'm wrapping up here, and we're going to close this thing out. I'm amazed at how angry some of the people of European descent are. I'm amazed. You can feel the anger when they're out, driving like crazy. You know, you know the looks, the stares. And I'm thinking, okay, you were angry about Obama, but here's the thing. Did your lifestyle really change? I know my shit didn't change. My lifestyle did not change because of Barack Obama being the president. It didn't change one bit. So did your lifestyle change on the other side of the track? No, it didn't. You're still living in your half a million dollar home. You're still sending your child to private school and got Miss Amy to, uh, or, or, or Esmeralda to come to your house and clean it up. But you're still angry. Now you got your boy in there. You're going to make America great again. You got control of the Congress. You got control of the Supreme Court. And you're still angry. See, that's how you know something has no soul. Because there's never enough to satisfy it. Because that hole is always still there. And those who are on the highest level the so-called elite, they know how they were created. So they got a very special hatred for us because they know 
It said, you bastards created us just to use us as a sifting process to illuminate yourself. But we don't, We got one for you. We ain't going nowhere. We're going to use our technology to ensure that we can stay around here. That's the real secret. So we're going to shut this thing down. I hope that you all have had a little bit to think about. Just to recap some, some books, you know, you want to get Cracking the Genome by Kevin Davies. You want to get Pillars of the Republic. If you want to understand why our schools are so defunct, it's because they were never created to work. And just like we have a fascist that's in office now, then, you know, uh, who's basically a neo-Hitler, you have our school system was based on East Prussian uh, model, which is East Germany. That's why the schools don't work. They were never meant to work. You want to get the book Medieval Callings. You want to get the Messianic Legacy. And if you really want to get a glimpse into how a person thinks who has a degenerate heart chakra, get this book called Secret and Sacred. Now, this book is the diaries of James Henry Hammond, a southern slave owner. Now, this, this, if you want to be tripped out, you need to get this book because it's his diaries, so he's writing down how he feels when he, uh, most of it he's complaining about when one of his slaves dies and how he cries out to God saying, what have I done to deserve this? Motherfucker, you got slaves. You see how sick and twisted? So you you need to get stuff to understand the mind of people who do the things they do, who create the miseries that you live through. You need to understand how they think. Because a lot of times when I see people out protesting this and that, a protest means that you still think that someone has a degree of humanity in them and you can petition that. I'm telling you, it is a waste of time to go and do any type of protesting when you're talking about something that cannot feel. So that's a wrap. I want to thank First World Order Radio, Dr. Eileen Bay, his queen sister Kadira, the good brother Blackwater, the meta magician. And I want to thank all of you, the First World Order family, for listening in. If you want to, you can check out my YouTube channel. It's called The Gnosis. There are several versions on there, but you'll see if you see a black man with afro, my daddy, that's my profile picture. You know that's mine. You can get on there and drop a drop a little science here and there now and then. But uh, we're going to sign off. Thank everybody for listening in and tell you once again to stay up, stay down until you get up, and when you get up, stay down. Peace. Yeah, yeah. scientific breakthroughs, unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings.
pigs, that's fine. Hijacking the mind, aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas, 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison, addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin, level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib, hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California vacation. Flying dragons, swords and daggers, lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish. Tap into raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian. I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced. Ethiopian in Helen Kush. Blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush. Standing on the middle line, no defining. Swirling dervish in between space and time. Just a fix Tuesday, another news day. North, east, west, south, west. Not here to confuse the day, just to fuse the way. Uh, another just a fix Tuesday. Just a fix Tuesday, another news day. North, east, west, south, west. 